ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life, everyone. So glad you tuned into this broadcast today. My name is Marty Layton. I am ordained as a prophet of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, with Christian International Ministries under Bishop Bill Hammond and uh, my wife, Tracy and I. We are the senior pastors of Life Point Church, and uh, we are privileged to be here with you live every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central, and bring a fresh insight for the new seasons of life that we are in uh, on this powerful show called Speak Life. And uh, listen, my friend, God has a prophetic word for you tonight. You know, I may prophesy it to you personally uh, while we are going and flowing, or you may hear God uh, in the presentation. God may speak personally to you uh, as I'm speaking because everything we do is prophetic. Uh, and the prophet's mantle, among other things, it carries an authority uh, to open the ears of the hearers and and cause hearts to be uh, hard, hearts to be softened, and hearts to be turned and opened. It's the authority for declaration and the authority for protection and deliverance as well. Actually, Hosea uh, prophesied this in Hosea twelve. In verse 13, it says, By a prophet the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet he was preserved, Israel was preserved. And so, of course, that prophet was Moses. And so there is a keeping and a preserving anointing uh, on God's true prophets, as well as a word of deliverance. Uh, Prophets don't just get to prophesy words, uh, but they also get to live out those words. And and that's a... uh, that's a challenge for prophets. And the Lord told me that there are many prophets in training right now that are questioning their situations. And uh, you're, you're in a great and a wonderful process. Listen to me. God is delivering you, and he's keeping you safe in these moments of stretching your faith. And my counsel to you is stick with the Lord. Stay the course. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Keep the faith. Amen. There's a price to pay for the prophetic anointing and for the mantle. That's why the Bible says in James chapter 5 and verse 10, take the prophets as an example of suffering. And Peter declared in 1 Peter uh, chapter 1 verses 6 and 7, uh, he said, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious uh, than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So there is a making process. There is a qualifying that must occur, and it comes with a price to pay. And so many people are going through uh, transitions and changes right now, and uh, you feel it. And that's when you know God is really moving some things in your life. And, uh, you know, if you feel like all hell is broken loose against you, let me just encourage you, you're probably exactly where you're supposed to be. Uh, you're right on course, and the enemy's trying so hard to stop you, you're inches away uh, from your greatest breakthrough. Amen? Uh, you, you cannot just logically reason out 
the things of the Lord because we're called to walk a walk of faith and not by what things look like in the natural or or sight or natural senses. <clears throat> Apostle Paul, in his second letter to the Corinthians in chapter 3, said he was called and ordained to the Lord, and he was made a minister. Made a minister. God takes us all through a making process, a qualifying process. And uh, many are called, uh, but few are chosen. Many are are called, but few qualify. Uh, And prophets carry a mantle of responsibility to speak for God. And that's very costly and very weighty uh, before God. And scripturally, it takes the prophets to raise up prophets. Uh, So God will do like he showed us with Elijah, where he cast, Elijah cast a mantle on Elisha and uh, began walking away from him. And Elisha had to pursue Elijah to walk with him. So my encouragement to you is stay on track. Listen to the true prophets and not the false prophets. Amen? Or the immature prophets or the ones that are, uh, you know, they may have a following, but that doesn't make them a mature prophet. It makes them good at marketing. Pray with authority against the attacks of the enemy. Uh, Pray with authority against the attacks of the enemy Uh, against this nation, America the Beautiful, and decree and declare America is coming back. And I believe America is coming back with a vengeance. Uh, The devil's fighting back, but he's been cast down, cast out, and defeated. You know, our economy, I believe, I've heard this from the Lord, I believe our economy will come roaring back at just the right moment. And the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah will lead the charge. In other words, the church will begin to uh, release the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah and will cause things to turn in our nation, beginning with the economy. And that means we as the people of the Lord, the prophetic warriors, we must fight in the spirit knowing that we already have the prophesied victory. Apostle Paul said, I don't just beat the air like a shadow boxer. When I, when I do these things, and I'm, you know, sometimes when you're praying, you're, you know, you're fighting like that. Uh, Apostle Paul said, "I'm not just beating the air like a shadow boxer, but I'm fighting in the spirit, and I'm standing my ground against demonic attacks, and something is shifting and changing when I do that." I'm telling you, something is shifting and changing today. And as I was preparing for this very prophetic broadcast tonight, I felt the strength of the Lord addressing fear. No no fear. There's a lot of fear mongers out there. There's a lot of fear peddlers selling fear and making money from fear. Fear of no future, fear of war, fear of destruction, fear of nuclear weapons, fear of uh, the unknown. Let me remind you, God is still God. And he sits on his throne, no one else. And those promoting and manipulating through fear, they're false prophets uh, that have predictions backed up by their rigged polls, lies, propaganda as as their authority for their utterance. Don't believe the fear. Uh, God told Timothy, God, uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Uh, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Do your fighting and your worship and prayer time. You're not just punching the air. 
something powerful is happening. <clears throat> and you set the atmosphere and you command what is happening in the realm of the spirit in your times of prophetic prayer. And as the people of God, the warriors of God, we see the mysteries of God unfolding as we wage a good warfare, as we war a good warfare. And what we've been experiencing in what I've been experiencing in my personal prayer time, in my time of worship and prayers really for you, I believe it'll be expressed, displayed, and manifested to every person that is watching this broadcast. Uh, and I believe as one that's responsible for the flock, we need to decree life. I want to speak life to you today and bring encouragement from the presence of the Lord to you. This tribe of warriors uh, that walks with us, that prays with us, you are vitally important to us and to the plan of God for the kingdom of God in this hour. You may think, well, we're we're not a um, you know a, a big congregation. Listen. God knows how to save an entire nation with just 300 select warriors. And we've got more than 300, let me just tell you that. We've got thousands of people from all over the world that watch this and join their faith with ours. And so let me just encourage you. You know, I see some of you out there uh, weary in well-doing and uh, looks like the enemy is gaining ground. And I just want to give you some prophetic insight right now. God is for you, and he's fighting for you. And uh, I just see the plans of the enemies. There's even someone who's watching right now, and you've seen other people prospering. And you have been faithful, and you've done, uh, you've done well, but don't get weary in well-doing. Don't give up. Uh, you're moments away from something breaking through. And I see a door opening uh, for many right now, God opening doors, uh, doors of advancement, doors of opportunity. Uh, doors that may not look like the best door, but it's a but it is a door. Uh, take that door, take that 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 entrance into a new season. God's going to release you into something that's going to open up bigger doors for you beyond that smaller door. And uh, don't don't be concerned that it's not exactly uh, everything that you expected it to be, because God is going to. Uh, He's going to take you progressively, incrementally, step by step, uh, to a higher place of breakthrough, and it will become the thing that you sense in your heart that God wants you to uh, step into. Amen. There's also a gentleman watching right now, and you, you're watching, uh, and you, you're trying to corral your family to watch with you, but uh, they're not as interested in it as you are, <laughs> and it's kind of a defining picture there. Uh, but the Spirit of God is moving in your household, and uh, you chart the course, you lead the path. And what I see happening is as you run for Jesus, as you continue to press uh, for that higher ground in the Lord, uh, you're creating a vacuum that's going to draw the whole family in that direction. And so uh, keep on leading. That's what leaders do, and that's what you are in that home. You're the leader and before God, God is calling you uh, to take some real strong steps of faith. And uh, your family's going to walk with you. They're going to move with you. And something good is about to happen uh, to you. There's another woman watching uh, right now. And you're a single woman. 
And uh, you just have come to the place where you said, you know, maybe I missed my timing. Maybe I missed my moment. Uh, maybe I'm just supposed to be single. Listen, God has a plan that's bigger than what you can figure out. You didn't miss anything, but God's timing is everything. And so you've been in a process, and God's uh, removing you uh, from that 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 process now and promoting you. You've passed a whole lot of uh, testing, uh, but now you're stepping into a new dimension of greater uh uh, greater fulfillment, uh, personal fulfillment. And God's even given you some special things uh, to you personally, uh, fulfillment for you personally as an indicator that you're going in the right direction and that these little, uh, you know, the scripture says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. It's also the little breakthroughs that we celebrate that open up the bigger breakthrough. And so that's what God is doing for you. He's giving you some little things to to cause faith to grow in you, uh, to extend your faith so that you can step into the bigger thing that he has for you, and it's coming. And so, Father, we bless that woman of God right now. And, Father, I thank you for the family of God. I bless them today. You know, some of you know that you're called to something huge in your life, uh, but your life looks like it's not going well. Uh, but that doesn't give you the right to act like a fool with no direction, dancing around and playing around with fear. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear. Uh, God has spoken to you. He's given you insight and direction to your future, and he wants you to take these things serious. Let me tell you, when you have prophetic revelation, you can take the fire, and you can come out not smelling like smoke. You've got to get ready to take a risk. Do you know how you spell the word faith? R-I-S-K, risk. You know, if Simon Peter had never taken a risk, he would have never known what it was like to walk on the water. By the way, out of all the disciples, he's the only one that walked on water. It's amazing. He took the risk. There are three kinds of people, I believe, in the kingdom of God. There's risk takers, there's caretakers, and there are undertakers. 30, 60, and 100 percenters. Uh, caretakers are always poking their nose in things where they don't belong. Uh, undertakers are just propping up dead religion and talking about destruction that's coming. And then there's risk takers, those who will walk on water, those who will face down the enemy and slay the giants and take the promised land. Those are the warriors. Those are the prophets in training. You know, I seek to bring to you what God is saying now, not just what he has said historically, but a now word. <clears throat> and we take that and we apply that uh, to our perception, what God says he's doing or what he intends on doing. And we pray these things in prophetic prayer and we sing these things in our worship. Amen. I mean, it's, the Bible actually says that we make known to principalities and powers of the air the manifold wisdom of God as we're singing and as we're praying. And so uh, they don't know what God's going to do, and they don't know what's coming next, but we're decreeing when we're singing and when we're praying, and we sing prophetically and we pray prophetically, not just scripted, uh, but we do these things as an unction from the Holy Spirit. And our view then becomes prophetic perception. 
when we hear what God is saying now and what his now plans are, that's what, we, uh, that's what becomes our point of view. And so Amos chapter 3 and verse 7, it says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing. You can look up that word nothing in every dictionary you want to, in every cross-reference. You can look at it in every language you want to. It means nothing. Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. So first thing God does is speak to his prophets. This is what I'm about to do. God does nothing without revealing his secrets to his servants, the prophets. And with these prophetic insights that God releases, we're able to fight the good fight of faith together and see his kingdom come and his will be done. And people all over the world, actually, it's amazing. It's an amazing thing to see the Spirit of God speaking the same thing to many people. And so people all over the world are hearing what thus saith the Lord. And they're able to have a perspective of hope and not fear. People that tune into this broadcast all over the world, uh, they hear what thus saith the Lord. They have a, a, a prophetic point of view, and they are able to obtain hope and uh, silence the voice of fear, because fear is the exact opposite of faith, and lives are changed. Fear, listen, fear will stop you, it'll constrict you, but faith will propel you, it'll push you, it'll get you moving forward in the right direction. Faith is risk. And sometimes you just got to step out by faith and trust God. Without faith, the Bible says, it's impossible to please God. And so your prophetic words, prophetic perceptions and insights must be acted on by faith. You got to step out by faith. And in a moment when we receive our tithes and our offerings and come before the Lord, we're going to worship God, and we're going to give thanks to Him uh, for this great life. You know, you could have been born at any other time and any other day in history, but God chose you for such a time as this. And listen, that is not just a cliche, a church cliche. You need to hear that fresh. God picked you for this specific time because there's something in you There is a gifting, an anointing, a skill set, a talent, a calling, an an appointment, an election from God for this point in time for you. And so we've got to recognize, uh, regardless of what it looks like, we cannot move forward in anything less than faith. Amen? We must recognize that we cannot even sow in fear. God wants us to trust him. He wants us to bring our tithes and our offerings before him and and do it in faith believing, amen? And and so this is all part of the working of his kingdom, and he's working things out for all of us. It doesn't matter what this world's economy is doing. God put you here to impact the world's economy with the economy of the kingdom of God. We are the representatives and the ambassadors of his kingdom. And so we are connected to the kingdom economy. And if God wants to rain down groceries from heaven daily for you and I, he can do exactly that. Nothing's impossible for him.
And God reminded me of a vision that he showed me uh, more than 10 years ago, uh, a profound vision uh, of an 80 to 100 foot tidal wave. It was like a wall of water, like a force. You know, Psalm, uh, Psalm 24 in uh, verse 6, it says, uh, the voice of the Lord is powerful. Uh, and that means a force, uh, a, a, ch- a force of change, a, f- a force of power. And so I saw this amazing tidal wave that was 80 to 100 feet tall easily. And it was coming across America. And in this vision, uh, before the wa- the tidal wave came to America, uh, it, before it got to the shore, the waters were pulled back and receded from the shore. Listen, there was a great recession and everything that was at the bottom of the ocean floor was exposed. You know, the the scripture says that he takes our sins and he throws them into the into a sea of forgetfulness. And the the implication is that they go to the bottom of the ocean floor where nobody can go get them. And so I saw the bottom of the ocean floor as this wave was about to come on shore and this great recession happened and all these sins and hidden demonic dealings, uh, uh, especially with politicians and leaders of nations, all that was exposed, all kinds of evil was being exposed and brought into the light of day and they never expected it ever, never ever expected it to be exposed. And they were... uh, uh, these things that were exposed were disintegrated and destroyed by exposure to the light. And then this tsunami tidal wave began to come to the shoreline. And I began running in this vision. I began running and shouting for everyone to run to the mountain, run to the mountain. I kept shouting it, run to the mountain, run to the mountain. And some people listened, but many were too enamored by the tidal wave and and stunned by looking at it they they wanted to look closely at it so they ran towards it to get a closer look and uh, those who listened to the warning were wise and they ran up the mountain and there were there were strong trees and solid concrete buildings and and homes that were on the shoreline and you know trees that looked like could never they would only bend and never break. They, they were old, strong trees. And then these uh, poured concrete buildings and homes along the shoreline. And they represented what was planted in generations past that had gotten mature and strong. And these things seemed un, unmovable. And then these concrete buildings uh, and homes represented demonic strongholds that were built by former generations set up and built by former generations that had stood for many years unfettered by the storms of life, untouched, unbothered by the storms of life. Nothing could move these things. But by the time this tsunami uh, reached the shore, it began to move across the land. It destroyed them and completely wiped them out. And then I saw poverty and greed and carnal sins and inordinate affection 
and adultery and thievery and all kinds of strongholds broken and destroyed as they were being carried away. And all uh, along with all the evil ones that were attracted to and accepting of these things. And uh, those who took refuge in the rock, those who ran to the mountain of the Lord were untouched. And those who built their homes on the rock were safe from harm. And when the waters settled and, and the waters calmed, there were new trees and new fruit that began to uh, flourish and spring forth, and new prosperity and new abundance and new life was blossoming everywhere. I believe we're in the midst of the most amazing, the most wondrous move of the Spirit of God in our nation, America. And he is going to show his great power. He's going to deal with our enemies. And I believe God is calling every one of us to be alert. Draw near to the Lord. Run up to the mountain. Listen to the prophets. And when the prophets speak and it lines up with the written word of God, let me be clear about these things. There's a lot of people that are saying things are prophetic that are not prophetic. It's just pathetic. Uh, but there are true prophets. And when it lines up with the written word of God, the word of the word and the spirit agree. And so those that listened to that uh, were safe. And after this broadcast tonight, I believe all fear is going to leave you and your household because you will have God's understanding and you'll have his perspective. And that's why it's good for you to hold on to the word of the Lord. Because God's plans always lead to freedom and life. And the enemy's plans will always fail when God's people rise up and pray. And so it's important that you understand, uh, uh, you know, I've got so much more I want to share with you tonight. Uh, but I feel like it's important to come to the altar of the Lord right now. Let's bring our, our tithes and our offerings to the Lord and offer them at the altar of the Lord. And listen, we're sowing by faith into what God is unlocking and revealing. We're obeying God as his children, and we're bringing the tithe of all of our increase to him with a free will offering. And this anointing of supernatural abundance, I believe, is being released uh, for God's people to benefit first. When Joseph used his prophetic uh, mantle of anointing to interpret the dreams of Pharaoh, God's people received the benefit first. They were given the best land. They were given Goshen. They were given supernatural abundance that they did not have to do anything for other than receive it. And God is going to destroy the enemies that have prophesied your destruction and trying to rule you by fear. He's going to destroy them. And this is a moment of, of everything turning around. Everything is in a divine reversal right now. Everything's turning around for you today. It may look like things are going in one direction for the enemy's camp. It's turning. Amen. And so I want to bring our tithes and our offerings before the Lord and give thanks to God for his goodness. Amen. And, and let's just pray uh, tonight as we bring these things before the Lord. Father, we just thank you that we have uh, freedom and we have liberty 
and it is given to us by you. It's not given to us by man. It's not given to us by government. It's not given to us by anyone else. It's given to us by you. And Father, we have the freedom to worship. We have the freedom to praise you. We have the freedom to release life and speak it. And and Father, I just thank you for America the beautiful. And Father, as you are turning things around and releasing breakthrough to this nation, you're releasing it to your church first. And Father, to those who are part of this uh, audience and part of this house, Lord, I just speak the blessing of the Lord over them, the prophet's reward over their lives. Father, as they're sowing seeds right now, as they're bringing that offering before you and placing it on your altar, Father, I thank you that you're receiving it and that you're you're increasing it and you're pouring it back upon them now. Some 30, some 60, some 100-fold return. And Father, I decree the blessing of the Lord overwhelming and overtaking your people now. Father, especially the warriors that are on the front line, we bless them today and we thank you that we have the the grace of giving established in our hearts and our lives. We honor and bless you today as we do in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We've got many different ways for you to be able to sow your seed. Uh, You know, some like to mail in their offering. If you'd like to do that, you can do that by mailing it to LifePoint. That's L-I-F-E-P-O-I-N-T-E, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 370 Seven seven. That's Life Point, P.O. Box one eight two two, Hendersonville, Tennessee three seven zero seven seven. If you'd like to give online, you can click the giving button on our Life Point Church website, which is lifepointchurch.cc. Uh, there's a giving link at the top of the page there, uh, and listen down at the bottom of the comments uh, uh, at the bottom of that website. There, there is a. Uh, a place where you can put your prayer requests in there. I want to talk about that in a minute, but let us join with you in prayer. Or let us pray with you and agree with you. Uh, but there's also a giving link down there as well. Uh, on social media, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or Rumble right now, there's a link uh, in the comment section that you can click on. And for those of you that like text giving, you may text your gift uh, by texting any amount to the number 8 Four three two one. That's eight four three two one. Amen. May God's richest blessings be released to you tonight. Amen. You're sowing into something, and you're going to receive something. Amen. So, in tonight's prophetic workshop, uh, I want to do a special teaching. I want to start this this week, and it may take us a couple weeks to go through this. Uh, but I want to begin teaching on fulfilling your personal prophecy. Fulfilling your personal prophecy. You know, many people get prophetic words or prophetic insight, but they don't know how to they don't know what to do with it once they get it. You know, it's been my privilege to be raised up but my by my two spiritual fathers, Bishop Bill Hammond and Apostle Leon Walters, two amazing men of God. And these men of God fathered me, they've mentored me, they've raised me up. Uh, investing in me as God gave them divine insight to do so. Apostle Paul wrote that we are the body and we are placed in the body as it pleases God, not as it pleases us. In 
Listen, I was blessed to be able to have these men, uh, a Bishop Bill Hammond and Apostle Leon Walters, uh, literally be like a dad to me as I grew on the campus there at Christian International. And uh, they had the the ability to speak to us every day and uh, and to help us and to guide us and to give us daily insight and daily encouragement and daily direction and, and what a privilege it was to to have that and uh, and then as we moved out in ministry to have them speaking to us uh, over and over and uh, my wife and I were privileged uh, to call them our spiritual fathers. Amen. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 4, it talks about tapping into the grace gift that God places you under. And these grace gifts are then defined as the fivefold ministry uh, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And you'll see these anointings continue to manifest in your life as you walk rightly aligned with them. And let me tell you, alignment is the key. I've seen so many people uh, that they get in right alignment and they stay there for a little while. And then things start really working for them. And then suddenly they decide they're going to go do something different and they get out of alignment and they go into a tailspin. And years go by in the tailspin and they're trying to figure out why things are not working the way they used to work. Well, you're out of alignment. You have to stay rightly aligned to the grace gift that God puts you under. Alignment is key. Fitly joined together, the Bible says, where every joint supplies. If you get out of alignment, uh, these things stop working. Why is it I can't get my prophetic word to come to pass? Are you in right alignment? When we're out of right apostolic alignment we're out of order and we can see a decrease of supply because uh, it says when we're fitly joined together every joint supplies and so when we see the decrease of our supply stop and ask am i rightly connected am i rightly aligned so when we see a decrease of supply and an increase of issues arising it's because we're not in right apostolic order or alignment but when things are rightly aligned, then all things work together for our good, and we can see an increase of blessings. And let me also say this, it is what God calls rightly aligned, not what we feel good about being. I know people who who decide, well, I'm going to stay a little aligned with you, and a little aligned over here, and a little aligned over there. That's not going to work. It's going to, You're going to have a an issue, and you're going to be in a, a moment of, a despair and trying to figure out what am I supposed to be doing instead of walking in clear, uh, ordered steps, you know? And when we get rightly aligned, all things work together and supply flows, and we see an increase of God's blessings, and everything starts to work out somehow, some way. And God does this. Amen. And uh, people that get out of alignments because they pursue their own desires instead of where God placed them, uh, lose your life so that you can find your life. When you lose your life, that's when you find your life. And so uh, God wants you to stay rightly aligned. That's part of walking in 
uh, you know, part of your word coming to pass is right alignment. And I'm going to define this further as we continue. But sometimes we receive a prophecy and we interpret it to mean something. Uh, and, and God will allow us to do that for a season. You know, uh, Abraham, uh, he got a word from, from the Lord, go. God really didn't tell him where to go. And so he starts walking. He marches 200 miles in one direction and then 200 miles back in the other direction. And then he comes back to where he started. And God says, now you're here. You know, he, he God allowed him to stay for 25 years out of alignment until he finally got it. I got to I got to do something about this. And God will allow us to be out of alignment for a season, but then when things are not going according to our plans, according to what we thought the prophecy said, the temptation is either to attack the prophet and reason it out that way or call the word off, stop believing for it. Uh, and the problem sometimes just may be alignment and being rightly connected to the body of Christ. When we become familiar with prophets and the prophetic, familiarity can hinder you. Let me say that again. When we become too familiar with prophets and the prophetic, familiarity can hinder you. Familiarity comes from the same root word as family or familial. Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own hometown and with his own family. In other words, we reason it out and we can miss our day of visitation that should turn into a habitation. And this is what happened to Jesus, to Yeshua. They said, isn't this the carpenter's son? Immediately, a a familial uh, example, aren't Aren't his family members among us? This was the voice of a familiar spirit. Didn't I just hire him to build my kitchen table a couple years ago? Now he's the Messiah? Familiarity. and That's Jesus we're talking about, Yeshua. They're looking at the surface and reasoning it out with our experience. And familiarity caused them to miss their day of visitation and fulfillment of their prophetic promise. That is the test. When God has spoken of thus saith the Lord, the devil will test you just like he tested Jesus. If that prophecy about you is true, then try this shortcut. We must learn to trust God and his word above what things appear to look like and feel like. We walk by faith and not by the natural reasonings, not by sight, not by feeling, not by, you're not saved by feeling, you're not saved by sight, you're saved by a, a, a decision of your spirit. You're, so there's, a, there's no feeling in spiritual things. Stop, being, stop allowing yourself to be totally led by feelings. That's not being led by the spirit, that's being led by feelings, by your flesh. We must learn to trust God and his word above all those other things. Amen. Most people lose their reward because they look at the natural and they reason it out too much, forgetting that faith in, by faith and patience, 
we obtain the promise. Faith and patience. Listen, we don't get to determine how long is patience enough. (laughs) I've been patient enough, and so I'm going to make a change. Listen, there's certain principles we need to always keep in mind. Three basic points to keep in focus. Uh, Number one, prophetic words are always conditional. They're always conditional. Uh, Whether certain conditions or terms are put on them or, or not, they're always conditional, uh, and they're granted when certain terms and conditions are met. And so we must stay obedient. We must stay rightly aligned where God wants us, not where our flesh likes it, but where God wants us, connected. We have to stay connected and fitly joined together and faithful to God and his word. So th- that's the first part. It's conditional. We have to... St- Fulfill those conditions. So prophecies are conditional. Number That's number one. Number two, prophetic words are always partial. Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 13, uh, verse 9, and then in verse 12, he said, For we know in part, and we prophesy in part parts. But for now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know even as I am known. And so there's, it's partial. Uh, and let me just say this. No man is perfect. No man gets it all right. No prophet is, is perfect in everything they prophesy. Uh, sometimes you can miss little parts here and there. But we know in part we prophesy in part. So there may be some other parts that God begins to reveal as you put these parts together. Amen. And then number three, prophecy is always progressive. God is always revealing more and building precept upon precept and line upon line. So once this is fulfilled, then this part can start coming to pass. And once that comes to pass, then this part can start coming to pass. That's why I say just because it's not going the way that you figured it out, it doesn't mean that it's a false word. And it doesn't mean that it's not coming to pass. So John the Beloved said, there's so much more that I could write, but the Lord said not to because you cannot handle it. You know, some things, uh, God doesn't give you all the information up front. Some things you still have to move forward by faith. And so all prophetic words are conditional. God told Jonah Go to Nineveh, tell them in 40 days God's wrath is going to destroy you. And God had mercy on them. And that word came to pass, but it didn't come to pass in Jonah's life. It came to pass 400 years later. It made Jonah look like a false prophet because it was a conditional word. And God's prophetically promised uh, some things, and people people get... uh, upset because it's not happening in their timing uh it will come to pass and if you'll stay in in obedience you'll stay in order god will bring those words to pass even more speedily Uh, god prophetically promised saul that he would be the king and do these great things for god's people but saul didn't do what god's prophet told him to do he got out of order he began to move out in the flesh he got out of alignment 
too familiar with prophet Samuel. He just figured Samuel will understand. We're familiar with each other. And what happened? God ripped the kingdom from him and negated his prophecy and gave it to another man named David. Prophecies are always conditional. It's the same as fulfilling God's Logos word. The same conditions apply. When the word of God says God's going to prosper you and bless you, we have to fulfill it by obedience to God and submission to his will. You have to tithe. You have to give offerings. We follow God's word. We follow God's will. And we follow God's way. But when you know it's God and you know it's God's word and you follow God's will, you still have to wait for God's way. His word, his will, and then his way. And that's uh, that's where most people miss it. It's in the waiting part. Uh, like Saul, they give up. They yield to the pressure of external things. And, and they do something that they can reason out and convince themselves that it'll be acceptable. And after all, how could God get mad at me doing this? It seems pretty good, right? And good on the outside, or let me say it this way, good outside of God's plan uh, is not good at all. Good without God is not good at all. And so when I say partial, I mean uh, not one prophecy can tell you everything. I began prophesying when I was around 12 years old. I prophesied congregationally, and I'm 59 years old today. And I have, today's not my birthday, but I'm 59 right now. And I have had numerous prophecies that spoke to different chapters of my life. One spoke to this part, one spoke to that part. One spoke to this chapter, one spoke to that chapter. And they were all partial. All the prophecies regarding uh, the Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua, were all partial but they came together in a way different from the way they all understood that they and thought that they would come to pass. You know, you may go through several processes uh, in different situations, but I can tell you without a doubt, if God said it, you can count on it coming to pass. It will happen. Isaiah 55 and verse 11. Uh, Isaiah prophesied so shall my words be, this is the Lord speaking, so shall my words be that goes forth out of my mouth, that's the prophet's mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but or void of fulfillment, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So when God's word goes forth, it's not returning to him void, it's going to come to pass. And it'll prosper you if you'll uh, if you'll agree with it and do it his way. Numbers twenty three nineteen. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said and shall he not do it? Hath he spoken and shall he not make it good? You know sometimes we don't understand how progressive the prophetic is. God will take you test by test. And add more each season. The more we pass the test, the more he can add. And so we must learn uh, to say like Jesus, not my will, but your will be done. you got to learn 
to overcome. You've got to be an overcomer. You've got to overcome a little here, a little there. And then before you know it, you've overcome so much. You've come so far. You've passed so many tests. God can trust you with so much more. Uh, but you've got to become a warrior. Not a warrior, but a warrior. If you want to be a success, if you want to see God's blessing, if you want to see his promises fulfilled, you've got to get rid of the old excuses and stop blaming God and questioning God and his promises and do what the word of God says. Let a man examine himself to see if he's in faith and in covenant with God. We don't need to be examining each other. We need to examine ourselves. We have to get rid of a civilian mindset and and be the warriors in the army of the Lord that we're supposed to be. And when God says something, we say, yes, sir. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 3, it says, Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that wars entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may, he may please him who's chosen him to be a soldier. And if a man also strives for the mastery, he's not crowned except that he strives lawfully. You've got to strive lawfully. You've got to color within the lines and, and do things the way God says to do them and press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. A civilian mindset says it's okay to do whatever you want to do. You can go AWOL if you want to. There's no, in their mind, there's, they're not striving lawfully. They're just doing whatever they want to do and expecting God's word to come to pass. But we have to let this same mind be in us that was in Christ Jesus, uh, that same mind is to be in us too, our mind. And so when we've done all that we know to do to stand, what do we do? We keep standing, knowing God is in covenant with us, and he's making a way where there seems to be no way. Has God ever made a way for you where there seemed to be no way? And you look back and you say, God, how did you do that? I never saw that coming. I just want to encourage you, get rid of the frustrations of the flesh. Quit listening to and being led by your flesh. How many of you have been walking with the Lord long enough that you know that you know that you know everything's going to be all right? God will work it out. You know, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Be clear about this fact. God is totally and entirely in control. So stand in faith, even though you may feel like it's never going to happen, you keep progressing. I've had prophecies that said I would prophesy to heads of states, uh, politicians, famous musicians, actors, actresses. And let me tell you, when I got those words, uh, there was no way that was coming to pass. All of that has happened and more. And every word is true. You don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to keep on fighting the good fight of faith. Don't doubt what God said. Just keep progressing. Keep pressing forward. Keep trusting the Lord. Walk by faith, not by sight, not by the natural. One of the characteristics of a true prophecy, I believe, is that it is something that you have no way that you no way possible that you could bring it to pass. Look at where you are now and what what you have now, and compare it to where you were years ago. God did that for you. 
God made those things happen. You know, since the pandemic and lockdowns uh, began, it began changing our world and the impact uh, it has had on so many people. It can cause you to be in despair and to be discouraged. But our part is to rise up and to declare in the face of opposition the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. This is what God said. God said this, and all those things may look differently. I believe God over my circumstances. Amen? Amen. Well, I'm going to continue this uh, teaching next Friday on our prophetic workshop next Friday. And so next Friday will be uh, Fulfilling Your Personal Prophecy, Part 2. But tonight I want to thank you uh, for, for standing with us. I want to pray for you. I want to break the power of fear and despair off of your life. And I decree to you, you're not going under, you're not going down, you're going all the way through, and nothing is going to stop you from fulfilling what God has promised you. Every promise in God is always yes and amen. But you've got to go to war. You've got to want it. Amen. uh, Exodus 15 and verse 3, it says, The Lord is a warrior. The Lord of hosts is his name. Our God is a warrior. He's a fighter. He's a master of warfare strategies. Uh, He's not in some tug of war with the devil, uh, with humanity as the rope. He has utterly defeated the enemy. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 15, it says, Jesus made an open show of the devil and all of his minions, and he triumphed over them victoriously. Listen, the devil's no match for God. The enemy is no match for the God in you. Apostle Paul said, "It's uh, I no longer live, but Christ in me lives through me. In other words, I'm dead. I've been bought with a price Uh, the precious blood of Jesus, and I still live because Christ lives through me. I'm not my own. I'm not a slave any longer to my own passions and my own failures. I'm no longer a servant to sin. You know, Hebrews chapter 9 talks about not having a sin consciousness any longer. You know, some people don't get their prophecy fulfilled because... they have too much of a sin consciousness, and they think they don't deserve to have that. Paul told Timothy, hold on to the faith with a pure conscience. Don't have a sin consciousness. Hold on to your promise with a pure conscience, waging a good warfare with the prophecies, holding faith in a good conscience. Then in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 2, it says, because the worshipers once purged, should have no more conscience conscience of sins. Don't let the devil defeat you with sin consciousness. According to Hebrews 10, 17, it says your sin and your iniquities, I, re- I will remember no more. If we sin, what do we do? We go quickly to God. We confess it and we repent and we receive forgiveness and cleansing uh, by the precious blood of Jesus and by faith. We're washed clean and we're justified just as if we never sinned. We're as clean as Jesus before God. And listen, he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. But we just come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain grace and mercy and let sin consciousness go away. You've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power 
and of love and of a sound mind. You've been given the Spirit of God to face every opposition with absolute certain victory. Therefore, all you have to do is trust in Him and keep marching forward and prophetically decree and declare and speak what He's spoken, do what He's asked of you, and then when you enter the fight, you win. And you get to be like Apostle Paul. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. You know, I've been quoting it, but let me read it to you real quick. First Timothy chapter 1 and verse 18, it says, This charge I commit to you, my son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you. In other words, prophecies that he's been hanging on to. That by them... You might wage the good warfare. You know what good warfare is? The one that you win. Having faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. Start warring with your prophecies. Take out the giant that's trying to stop you. War with your prophecies. Declare them. Beat the devil up with them. God, you said this. And devil, you can't take this from me. God said it's mine. You know, you were designed to fight with your words. And so fight on the side of the kingdom of God. Don't be tricked to fight against your destiny by speaking negatively. Don't speak words of death. Speak life. Don't speak and decree poverty and lack. Speak life. Prophesy to the mountain. Be removed. Be cast into the sea. Uh, Prophesy. I am all that God has declared. I am in his word. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am wise. God is not a man that he would lie, and he shall not alter the thing that's come out of his mouth. And wage a good warfare with your prophecies in the word of God. Amen. Rise up and receive a charge right now. Amen. Amen. Father, I just pray. For the people of God within the sound of my voice, I speak blessing over their lives right now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, let these words be like seeds that are in their hearts that grow and produce your fruit in their lives. Father, let the word of God begin to richly transform them from the inside out. Let your word of life begin to blossom and, and cause a thriving and a fruitfulness and a blessing to overtake them. Father, I thank you for your goodness in the land of the living. That's what your word says. And I thank you, Father, for blessing your people. Father, every word that you've spoken, every single word will come to pass. And we thank you for it now. In the name of Jesus, amen. I want to thank you for your faithfulness and thank you for standing with us. I believe that we are moving mountains daily. We're praying for you. We're praying with your families. Uh, I want to remind you to send in your prayer requests so that we can bring them before the Lord with you and agree with you. And you can do that on our website at lifepointchurch.cc. It's lifepointchurch.cc. And down at the bottom of that page, there's a, a, a place where you can put your prayer request in. And I call it our prayer wall, and uh, and we'll stand with you and we'll pray together. Or you can instant message us on social media, and I'll take them before the Lord. 
Don't get caught up in the political spirit of this world, but keep your focus on Jesus. You know, Isaiah wrote, Isaiah the prophet wrote, I will keep him in perfect peace whose eyes are stayed upon me. You know, it's easy to be drawn into the negative, uh, but listen, that's false prophecy. Don't listen to the bad news prophets. Uh, They use the news to peddle the blues. (laughs) God has good news for you. Uh, His kingdom is coming forth, and his will will be done for your life. Amen. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, I want to thank you again for standing with us and supporting the work of the Lord here. If you desire uh, to partner with us and support this prophetic ministry, again, you can do it several different ways. If you're watching on social media, there's a link in the comment section you can click on. You can give that way. Uh, If you prefer text giving, you can text any amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. Just text whatever amount you desire to the number 84321. It's that simple. Again, if you want to mail in your offering, uh, some people prefer to mail their offering because they're mailing a sizable gift. Uh, you can do that by uh, mailing your offering to LifePoint or Marty Layton, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's LifePoint or Marty Layton, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. This is greatly appreciated, and thank you. It's sacred when you give to God. Amen? And so we appreciate and love you, and we're going to stand with you, and we're going to pray for you. I pray for you daily anyways. Uh, and listen, uh, let me just say it again. Let me stand with you in prayer. Let, let me pray specifically with you. Go to the prayer wall, and let me agree with you in prayer. And listen, we have so many testimonies of people's prayers receiving breakthrough when we join with them and we and we agree. Amen. I also want to invite you to come visit our church. This is a great day in the kingdom of God. Get ready for your loved ones to catch fire uh, for the Lord. Listen, this past week we had people filled with the Holy Spirit. It was so powerful to see them praying in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit's being poured out like we've never known before. So I want to invite you to come join us this Sunday, 4 p.m. at Life Point Church at 403 Walton Ferry Road in Hendersonville. That's 403 Walton Ferry Road in Hendersonville. You don't want to miss it. It's this Sunday at 4 p.m. Life Point Church, 403 Walton Ferry Road, Hendersonville, Tennessee. I also want to extend a great big thank you to my friend Mike Lindell, who's continuing to be a blessing to this ministry day in and day out. He is a continual sponsor of this broadcast, podcast, Speak Life. And he's made products available to this audience only, some great products uh, that are on both of his websites, mypillow.com and mystore.com. And if you'll use the promo code Marty, that's my first name, M-A-R-T-Y, you'll receive deep discounts on everything that you purchase. I'm telling you, you've got to try it out. I just got the the 2.0 my pillow. It, it literally makes a huge difference in your sleep. Amen. There's also a dedicated number if you want to call it in. Uh, it's 800-859-2938. It's 800-859-2938. Again, 
That's 800-859-2938. Remember to use the promo code MARTY to receive your discount. And listen, we've got to stop giving our money to people who take it and use it against us. Some of these woke companies, they're just taking our hard-earned cash and pouring it into evil things and wicked things that work against us. And we have the power to make a change. And you're seeing these woke companies, uh, are, they're finding out just how powerful the church is. When the church says no, it means no. And so listen, go to mystore.com, go to mypillow.com, start making a difference with every purchase you make. Your everyday purchases are available there. And it's a great opportunity to support Speak Life, get some incredible products that are made right here in the USA, and be a blessing supporting my pillow and Mike Lindell and his fight for our freedoms here in America. And listen, you're supporting us at the same time and getting great products in return. Amen. So again, mypillow.com, use the promo code Marty. Amen. Uh, I want to also remind you, you can also watch the show every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're live every Friday night on Facebook, YouTube, and on Rumble. And please help us by telling others and help uh, grow the audience that they might tune in and receive the word of the Lord also. That's every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time. Amen. Also, if you like podcasts, please check out our podcast on iTunes, on the Charisma Podcast Network, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And take a minute, give us a five-star review. It means a lot. It helps us. Uh, it helps us to, to populate on all kinds of other ways. And it's kind of a force multiplier. Uh, we do one thing, but then when you when you give it a good review or you share it, it multiplies our impact. And so we appreciate you doing that. Uh, I also want to ask you to please follow me on all the social media platforms, on Facebook, Twitter, Getter, YouTube, uh, Rumble, Truth, Instagram, all of them. Just look for at Marty Layton, at Marty Layton. Follow me, like me, subscribe to me, uh, ring the bell, do whatever you need to do on the platform so that you can stay informed with all that we're doing here. Amen. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. It's a, always a privilege to come with to come with the word of the Lord and encourage you. And so Proverbs 18:21 declares the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so remember to always speak life and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.